The Verging on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness, but mostly just wallow in mediocrity, with your hosts, Mike Porkfeld and Craig Cerventi. Hey, hi Craig. Hey Mike. How you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Hi listener, how are you doing? We're just going to assume good because we can't yeah. hear you talking. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you know, you're listening to a podcast. You're obviously, you know, you're having a chill time. You're, you're not going through. Yeah, anything. you're doing all right. You're, you're doing things. Any, you're not going through anything, anything traumatic. Uh, well, we uh, hope not. If you are, like, <laughs> I mean, if you need help, just reach out. If, if, if this, if this podcast is causing you trauma, then stop yeah, listening. maybe stop turn listening. it off. We don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't need the attention that much. No. I mean, it is kind of self-indulgent that, you know, we've got a podcast to talk about films because, like, we didn't do that enough already, so. <laughs> <laughs> we're, broad, we're broadcasting it to the world, but we don't expect Yeah, to, like, you know, like we we're suffer. just assuming that people want to hear what we have to say <laughs> yeah. about film. We, we suffer for our art. You, don't, you shouldn't have to. Um, so. <laughs> Boy, do we. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is a podcast. Sometimes, sometimes we suffer in advance. <laughs> we didn't even know we were going to do Such, art. We do. Like, we do. We're just suffering now. As, like, as, pay as, now, as, suffer later. As, as, part of the, as part of the idea, as part of the shtick. Um, this is a, <laughs> this is a I'll, I'll explain what I'm talking about. If this is the first time you've listened to Verging on Greatness, this is a podcast where uh, me and Craig talk about a movie that is Verging on greatness it's not quite great but it's a virgin it's it's approaching it's greatness it's doing a thing it's greatness adjacent i must have used that line before um <laughs> greatness adjacent i love it <laughs> um uh yeah and today we are we're going to talk a little bit about light year um we're we're, we're given trying something a little bit new here in a uh, a, a brand a brand spanking new not quite spanking new i guess it's not quite in cinemas but it was like pretty recently I think this, by the this time this comes be. out it'll be like a few months since since lightyear was in cinemas it must be the most recent film we've done yeah yeah hands, so yeah, mike hands and i down. were having a look yeah hands down mike and i were having a look through our back catalog and we we did note that um there's a lot of stuff from the 80s and 90s and a little bit of 2000s but like this would be the most recent film that we have ever tried to do and it and it came about through me actually going and watching a movie just not <laughs> not just just because there was there was a movie and, and i wanted to take my kids to a movie and so we, we took it we took them to light year and i thought hey i watched a movie fair enough we could we could we could podcast that shit because that movie we was totally not, that, shit. that movie was not that great. <laughs> I watched this. I watched this in the comfort of my own home on Disney Plus. Right, right. No, yeah. I went to. I went to. I went to the cinema. I think this is the first. Uh, okay, so I like Pixar movies. I have seen mm. every Pixar movie. Not every Pixar movie. I've seen most Pixar movies in cinema. Um. And I was usually, hey, there's a new Pixar movie. We should go see that. Mm. Um, unironically, for a very, very long time. Certainly, Toy Story, Toy Story 2, um, Bugs, uh, Bugs Life, um, all of those early Pixar films, I was, I was super amped about them coming out. 
certainly to- certainly toy story 3 i remember vividly going to see that in cinema and being like blown away by it each um, each new toy story that's come out i have thought this is gonna this is gonna this is gonna go downhill but i'll watch it it'll probably still be pretty good and and each one it feels has been better than the last maybe not four i don't know if four was better than three four is still really good three was super solid three, three was, was a very notch. very solid film yeah uh four four was four was excellent four was good um it's a nice send-off to that film it's a nice this is how you end it you have yeah. woody going on adventures with with a new group of toys and the rest of them going off to be with their new family like i thought that was a nice send-off yeah but that's we're not, we're not here to talk about toy story films we're, we're here to talk about no, or, or pixar in general I, but i think or pixar in you, general. You, you make you make a good point is that they have <laughs> they've set the the bar they set a very real, high real, really high and they almost invented could you say they did they invent like kids movies that are enjoyable for adults i think i think disney has been say? doing that for years um which pixar isn't didn't start off as disney pixar is now definitely disney yeah um but i i i think like certainly with the new wave of Pix, uh, disney animated films that came through in the the late uh 80s early 90s and then obviously the um i mean shrek was definitely inspired by pixar so the dreamworks animation like did they invent it no did they perfect it Mm. yes um so just like michael jackson didn't invent the moonwalk he definitely turned it into an art form so it existed before yeah existed before they got it and they really made it their signature thing so yeah agree so you you come into light year uh expecting them to do something something pretty pretty worthwhile with that it's it's in the it's it's in the toy story franchise um and it's if you if you don't haven't seen it you don't know anything about it it's essentially it's it's the movie that popularized the buzz Lightyear action figure which the first story and and all subsequent toy story movies rest on that's the that's the, right the introduction of this new amazing action figure this modern um exciting uh you know toy space with, ranger yeah with, yeah with with lots of lots of kind of te- technology uh, as a as opposed to the the old kind of toy toy with a pull, pull string, string pull string yeah. on the back that says a few words um yeah. buzz is, is he's yeah it's the it's the new in with the so old the modern in, with incarnation the old, of the, the buzz yeah. of, of the the woody the woody figure right like, yeah so this is, know, a, this is a cowboy the, this yeah. is a space ranger yeah. so this is the movie supposedly that that ties in with the toy the reason that everybody wants this toy is because of this movie this movie so this is the movie that inspires the toy in the movie toy story yeah <laughs> there you go easy boy easy. Did it, we, it took a while to get there but this Why, is how we why do we why do we start describing the plot <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough the movie opens with like a this this is this is the movie that inspires the toy from toy story this is that movie and it's like okay so this is the world we're living in okay fine <laughs> <laughs> so i i guess uh again if you don't if you haven't seen the movie you don't know anything about it the one thing you might be surprised at is that tim allen doesn't voice buzz 
yeah um, that's which, right. which he does through all of the toy story movies um they wanted to go for a more they want to buzz the movie buzz to be more of an action hero where tim allen plays buzz in toy story uh pretty, as like pretty a caricature goofy. of a of an action hero so um so yeah they they got the most actiony action hero they could chris evans Miss, mr action <laughs> mr action mr captain america chris evans yeah yeah why not which yeah. <laughs> let's do know. this i'm down <laughs> i don't know if i don't know are we gonna should we go into the casting uh, i don't really well, know if I he mean, brings that much to I mean, for starters i didn't know it was it wasn't going to be tim allen so i was i was surprised oh were you, were right you off, surprised right off the bat i, I couldn't no, understand I, I remember seeing the trailer buzz and didn't have the buzz voice yeah i saw the trailer and, and like you know i i think it's nice because chris evans wisely doesn't do like a tim allen impersonation no. um because i i think i think the tim allen like i love tim allen as the buzz character um i think that is perfect casting um I, I think I think Chris Evans plays it a lot more straight and narrow. He plays it a lot more Captain America, and I think that's the right thing to do because Tim Allen does this caricature voice, um, like a caricature of an action hero. So all Chris Evans has to do is play it straight, and he he becomes what is then caricatured. So I think from like a from a casting decision and like from a performance decision, that is a hundred percent the right thing to do and okay full credit but, to them but in terms of the impact on buzz's character is buzz too straight in this i think he's a bit bland yeah he, winds, yeah he comes off being a bit a bit nondescript because you have to play him down straight's probably not an ideal word to use in the in the context of this context movie, of this the film but yeah Furore but yeah for, for the for the performance for the performance uh, in in description of the performance he plays it very straight it's yeah. very narrow and it's it's very perfunctory it's 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 effective and um i think that's fine like i don't have an issue with chris evans being this voice i think he's perfect um and so they they amp up everyone around him instead so he becomes yeah he kind of becomes this this low-key note while everybody else around him is is wild and wacky so he becomes the straight man to everybody else i, I again i just didn't find myself wrong that invested in buzz <laughs> but yeah like were you invested in buzz i i kind of was but i i think i was more invested in in hawthorne and uh, and the cat uh socks <laughs> yeah that's the journey i was on <laughs> when i would have been when... much more upset if something had, had gone wrong well socks. something does go wrong with socks but it's like future <laughs> socks and like my wife and i were both like oh no he's all beat up <laughs> <laughs> we were invested in the socks uh the it, socks adventure that's the it, movie i want now it failed it failed to universe. save the cat <laughs> and hey it's funny maybe maybe that's something that's missing maybe he doesn't have a save the cat moment um maybe he, he, in fact he does he does the opposite he literally He's, has a cat to save he has he so the and, and the the premise of the what they make the buzz character is, is about is that he is a he is the i work alone type yeah he's figure. the lone wolf he um he will go around with with people that he respects but he's got no interest in 
you know, helping out, helping other people to learn and to grow. He's got no interest in working with inexperienced people. And so sure enough, in the first scene, he's teamed up with uh, Hawthorne, who's ostensibly his, I guess you'd say, you'd say his partner, mm-hmm. but they have a rookie um, who's, who's given the comical name of Feather, Featheringston Ham. Oh, Featheringston Ham, yeah. Featheringhamston. Featheringhamston. <laughs> Which is what a really name. funny. Really Played like by Bill Hader. Feather, Featheringham. Um which is a shame that you never see Featheringhamston again, because I think that's a that's a brilliant setup. They've invested a lot in that name and I was disappointed. I I really I wanted I thought Featheringhamston might have might have become Zerg. Um That would have been neat. I yeah. suppose. But yeah, that like might this have... rookie that went on to try and, you know, live up to the ideals of this absentee hero figure um and like you know constantly trying to improve himself like it that becomes very syndrome from the incredible yeah it's like, exactly. yeah like you know in a in a world where everyone has superpowers nobody is special yeah. um you know like that you know this is what you wanted buzz it's perfection blah 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 but um uh it no m- might have been it might have been too close to that and they might have pulled mm. the plug on feathering himston um, being, being Zerg, uh, because potentially because it was too close to the Incredibles, but it's it's the same it's the same tragic flaw. Um, he has an overdeveloped sense of responsibility. He wants to do everything himself because only he, he can do it. He's the only he's the only one that he can be confident in. He yeah. is he is so heroic yeah. that that he nobody else can be allowed to to be involved in the heroism because they will screw it up. And they certainly can't be involved with him because they will hinder him. That's right. They'll hold him back from completing uh, his mission. Yeah. So that's the setup from the start. It is. It is the exact same tragic flaw as um, Mister Incredible, right? From from the Incredibles, um, and yeah, revealed revealed by his refusal to refusal to um, engage with this rookie. Um, yeah, who, who doesn't go on to become Zerg? He goes on to who knows what. He disappears off the face of the earth. Yeah, he just disappears, never to be seen again. Um, Which is a shame. <laughs> yeah, and so so he, uh, you know, buzzes. He's he's piloting the ship, and then he he crashes the ship, and then his 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 point in life becomes to to get the ship off this planet that he has crashed it on. Uh, but everyone else who is on the ship, there's a whole community, there's a whole army, seemingly worth of people. They all kind of go set about building lives on this planet but well setting is, setting up is, home like yeah just just to be clear that there, there was a a colony transport ship traveling from point a to point b and they divert and end up cr- crash or marooned hmm. on an inhabitable planet uh and then buzz uh the the macguffin is the the hyper crystal that is broken they need a new hyper crystal so they go about trying to build a new hypercrystal and buzz keeps testing the new hypercrystals but in doing so is jumping forward in time because he's traveling uh, you know approaching the speed of light so there's time dilation so the people on the planet experience time in a normal way whereas buzz every time he goes on a mission he comes back um, and he is four four or four or five years in the future and as he travels faster and gets closer to the speed of light, 
uh, he ends up being away longer and longer periods of time. And so mm. we wind up in the situation where you get glimpses of everyone going on to lead normal, normal-ish lives and building, building a society and a community. And uh, Chris, sorry, Buzz does not get to be a part of that. Most, so by, mostly by told, his own, by his own actions, like mm. he doesn't have to do this. But. Mostly told who through Hawthorne, who yeah. was his partner and becomes becomes the commander. Um, she gets married and has a family, um, and gets old and 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 dies and dies while he's you know, while he's just in the in the I guess presumably like weeks that he is com- attempting this the succession of tests yeah which i think he's literally only back for like a day at a time because he he um comes back from each mission and seemingly goes the next day yeah yeah um he's back, he's, he's, yeah essentially probably back long enough to go and meet with hawthorne and say and explain give her a what? give her a report on what happened with this test and then go home and go to sleep and then go and do the same thing and again with the hawthorne um with that whole plot um i was getting very strong um up vibes from that with the relationship at the beginning of up being explained silently without words and a a lot of a lot of that sequence feels a lot like that where you are just getting glimpses of the relationship building over time and the the tragicness of that relationship yeah they're having a go at that and um the yeah that that whole sequence is told without without words without words without but you get dialogue. glimpses of it and that's all you need yeah 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 it, well, i wouldn't i would i don't know if it quite meets the meets the kind of payoff that you get from that first 10 minutes or so oh, about, which is like the most <laughs> sad, <laughs> I'm saddest feeling sequence about it. <laughs> <laughs> saddest sequence and animated film history i mean uh, for me the joke was always it was most keenly felt because i think up came out around about the time that um the twilight movies were a real big thing and uh i just remember the joke being that um up tells a better more rounded uh and more heartfelt romantic story without words in under 10 minutes than Mm. twilight does (laughs) in over eight hours of cinema and um and i I think i think with the with the gift of hindsight um and a little bit of distance in time i think i think twilight got a bit of a bad rap at the time from people for reasons i don't truly understand it wasn't perhaps a movie for you mr 35 year old white guy um so maybe maybe don't shit so hard on it but uh given that like you know i think that's still accurate today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so um so buzz oh i'm get, uh he if, uh, over time he finally gets to a point where he lands on a on a, on the planet at a time when things have gone horribly wrong right and the yeah. planet's been invaded um and um he by he the finds, nefarious he fi- zerg he finds himself embroiled in a, a kind of a standoff with these these robots uh, controlled by Zerg, and he meets up with a crew, um, and he's uh, soon discovers that the the crew is not like a a really a really tight 
well-drilled team. They're they're a bit of a mishmash. Um, so they're rookies. It's a team of rookies. rookies. It's a team of rookies. Rookies all the way down. <laughs> Which is his nemesis. He hates rookies. Yeah. It's, who would have thought a guy who hates rookies now has to work with three Now rookies. has to work with four of them. So yeah. <laughs> four? Three? Who am I missing? Three? No, there's, there's Izzy, Mo, Socks the Cat. Not a rookie. Socks is uh, a rookie. And then there's the the older one um i forget which one what that one's name was uh, the uh the crook i might have to look it up darby darby yeah so he finds he finds himself with rookies and oh it all kind of plays out from there it turns out that i'll spoiler alert it turns out that well big Zer- spoiler alert because this movie actually came out only a couple of months ago and if you're if you're watching this before, uh, sorry, if you're listening to this before having to go, go and watch the film, yeah. like, don't. Um, <laughs> but Spo- if you're still here, uh, spoiler alert. Slightly more relevant spoiler alert than usual when we're doing this podcast. Yeah, because normally we're talking it's about a movie that, a movie that came out in about 85. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie by now, you're probably not going to. So Slightly more relevant spoiler alert. Um, so Zerg... Um, is Buzz. Is Buzz from the future. So, I mean, wrap, old, your, wrap your little head around Buzz. that. Yeah. So, he's... So, he's in, in the a future, future version of old, Buzz, keeps traveling he's... forward in time, trying to perfect the hypercrystal. Uh, and then uh, he, get, he, finally, he finally perfects it. And he then travels... He then uses the hypercrystal to travel back in time so that he can prevent the ship going a wrong going wrong and therefore prevent all of the like all of the, all of everything that's happened he to prevent that so basically that they'll be able to complete their mission and go about what they were supposed to do therefore completing what buzz had originally intended to set out to do which was get ship from point a to point b but the conflict then is buzz recognizes that people went on to live very happy and fulfilling lives and if they if they travel back in time and correct the mistake mistake he says with air quotes of his youth then he will then wipe out all of those people and the happiness those people served uh, that served those people and that would be wrong so that's the conflict. So then he comes yeah. into conflict with himself. There you go. We've unpacked so this movie. So they've signed themselves up for all the all the horrible time travel paradox. <sighs> Boy, do they niggly! And I don't. Uh, I don't even want to get into it really. Other than it's unsatisfying. Every movie that does this, it's just it's just unsatisfying. And in the back of your mind, you're like, but if he stops it. And he doesn't get there because it's him. or or if, like if he was to succeed in his plan, he wouldn't exist at all. Yeah. So um, Buzz would have memory of that um, because it's his older version of himself that like they they wisely don't get embroiled in that conversation. Um, they don't quite do a Back to the Future, which I think is probably the best time travel movie um, ever made um, to date. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, 
and they do stick to their own rules although i think they play a little fast and loose with how they're traveling back in time so now future buzz zerg needs current buzz that he needs the hyper crystal that current buzz has to power his ship to get him back in time so that he can prevent his mistake um and so that's where this additional conflict comes from and then uh we also have future beat up socks the cat and present day socks the cat it, it all gets a bit weird um then finally stuff happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that is as as good as as well as you can describe the, the second half of this movie I think. stuff happens a lot of stuff i mean there's some good action set pieces uh, mike and i obviously were talking about this film prior to coming on the air which is which i think is a bit of a mistake because often we have like really good insights into the film in that first little discussion that we then neither of us correctly identify whether we've discussed it during the podcast taping or not and so i think you miss out on a lot of the good conversation about the film but um which <laughs> that's which all Mike, that's, that's all that's all to say <laughs> craig craig and i are much cleverer than <laughs> this is we're usually a lot cleverer than this this is this is you're getting secondhand you're getting secondhand stuff craig um, and mike <laughs> but i just the whole there's a bunch going on in this movie like that just doesn't sit right for me um and i think i think a large part of the problem is is that it's pixar pixar's the problem um, this is all Pixar's fault, and it's Pixar's fault because they 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 are usually absolute genius, um, and it's usually perfection in filmmaking. They have absolutely nailed the art of making a satisfying film, and I think whenever they don't nail every point, you feel short. You feel shortchanged by it. Well, just what was the was the guy or girl? who usually nixes time travel when they're when they're spitballing plot ideas for pixar movies were they were, were they, they on, on a copy break were, were they sick on? were they sick that week yeah that, that just yeah satisfying stories and time travel stories rarely just mix. they they rarely mix time travel can be it's, it's perfectly enjoyable and maybe they they decided that hey this is a this is a kid's movie you know let's 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 go with the, let's go with the time travel because you do get the you get to have the the realization that the enemy is himself oh, it was me all along I am yeah the, i am i am I, literally my am, own worst enemy i am literally my the, the, the bad guy um, yeah. i am the one i am in struggle with so yeah. so you get that and maybe they thought hey look uh, uh time travel anyone with a lick of sense is is going to want to tear their hair out because uh, of the kind of paradoxes but this is a kid's movie and not a, not a movie for um 40 something yeah middle-aged white men men <laughs> um so 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 maybe so, so maybe they made that choice but pixar don't usually make that choice they usually make the story choice they do that's that's their that's their number one uh, and i guess that's what was that's what was surprising that they they didn't and I, th- I think there's a there's a, there's a movie that you can make just as well, um, a Buzz Lightyear movie that you can make just as well, with you can have the you can have the action sequences, you can have the the cute cat um, mm-hmm. sidekick, but not have not have time travel, 
not have time dilation and certainly not have time travel. I mean, I perhaps, I, I like, I don't get me wrong, I, I like a good time travel movie. Um, I like uh, movies like uh, Hot Tub Time Machine because it is nuts and nonsense and lots <laughs> of fun. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the squirrel, the squirrel coming onto the football field and ruining the 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 the, uh, the Super Bowl is is one of the great great all time uh, movie gags about mucking around with time. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. Um, and I, I I mean I don't I didn't hate the time travel in this film. Like, I think it serves a purpose. But I think like being the adult film watcher that I am, I guess, or with with having watched so many movies, I picked the villain and the the overall arching theme that they were home all along and that buzz is Hmm. is the villain i think in the first five minutes i was like oh Hmm. okay so they were home all along somehow rather buzz is also the villain um Hmm. and i was like okay and i got that i got that in in five like i was like okay fine Hmm. this is the film we're making and not i mean most films i watch when I watch them, I go, okay, th- this is where it's going. This is what the, the, the crux is. This is the basic story. This is how it's going to play out. I, I get that very fast. And then it's like, okay, cool. It, am I wrong? Am I going to be surprised? Um, and sometimes, most of the time, I'm not. Sometimes I get it really wrong. And I'm like, that's not at all what I was expecting. But yeah, I think frustra- most frustratingly, I got that straight away. And mm. with a Pixar film, normally I don't, I don't do that. So, I was I, I was waiting for Zerg to be to be Buzz's father. They set that up in Toy Story two. That's what they set up in Toy Story two. He was Buzz's father. I guess this is the same thing, like with the prequels for the Star Wars film. You know yeah. where it needs to end up. You know that at the end of the the, the prequel trilogy, that it, he, Anakin's got to be Darth. Like that, there has to be that journey. And I I liked. I like that they started off with proto buzz and then in the final shots you had fully fledged space ranger buzz. Yeah. It looks like yeah, the action cool. figure. Like I like that. I like he got the wings. I like that he got the little arm laser thing. Like I thought that was neat. Um, yeah. So at the, like, to explain at, at the beginning in the, in the first mission buzz, he's carrying a gun. He's carrying a weapon. And, yeah. Um, which doesn't make any, yeah, you don't quite, it doesn't quite add up because he's already, he's got the laser on his on his wrist wrist yeah and, and the toy the toy um but you you find out that he you know he, he loses the gun but he can he can he can he strap straps this. yeah he get he gets a replacement thing that straps to his arm yeah. um so he, has and he doesn't have he doesn't have wing he doesn't have wings either but he gets he gets those at a certain yeah as, as a, well yeah. like an ejection seat thing right so yeah. it's, he's ejected out and he gets the wings and he can fly around um and he's he's doing stuff all of that is is fun um it's uh it's a bit of a trope in films where it's like you see them building up the costume like um i'm trying to i can see it in the corner of my mind's eye um where they build up the character so that they have the costume so that's what you they kind of do it in indiana jones a little bit in the third one where he gets the hat and you can sort of see the evolution of the Mm. of the style so he indy is emulating this this character he met as a young child the, the river phoenix indy and he's like he's dressed like that with the leather jacket and the and the and the weapon stuff so you can see where he got the whip and the hat like they're doing that um hmm. which is which is fun 
um and then there's problem solving that he has to he can't this is this is the 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 frustrating thing i think now that i'm talking about it out loud he keeps relearning the same lesson in this is buzz so he learns that he has to work as a part of a team so i think the very first the very first occasion is when he when they go on that mission uh early on and then in order to get to the MacGuffin, he needs to get the spaceship he needs all of them to help him get there and then again later when he's when they when they're stealing the MacGuffin from the from the other station um he needs all of them to help him get that he just doesn't he and he doesn't learn the lesson he doesn't so about the bit where they're, they're all they're trapped and they've got a they've got a push that they're, they're trapped in those yes the, yeah the, um, the the force field things and the force like, field thing yeah yeah they keep having to learn the same he keeps having to learn the same lesson which is you know he has to work as a team he's not an island and so but i think that happens at least three times where he has that less that lesson where he doesn't learn the lesson from the first time and mm. so he keeps having to relearn that lesson till finally he's a fully functioning i am a member of space ranger command and i have a team and that team is what makes me strong um not well not individual achievement um so i think i found that frustrating because it's they like, do i think they what they do though is they're kind of because each after he learns those lessons uh, and alternating with those is points where the people they let him down yeah right? they they'd screw things up culminating with the the all is lost moment where um, Hawthorne Jr. Um, uh, screws up the uh, they're trying to escape from oh, I forget the exact they're on the planet and they're trying to escape um, and they wind is does. that the one where they wind up on the dark side of the planet and and because um, they've got the neat teleportation device thing where like they slap yeah. a teleporter on them and they teleport away yeah yeah. See, I thought some of that stuff was really fun, like the the teleportation gag gimmick, like and and teleporting in and out. Like, I don't need to travel there; we can teleport there. I thought some of yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Crazy, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> like that was fun. Oh yeah, look, there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of really fun, and I saw this with my kids. They they loved this movie. They were perfectly happy and satisfied. Yeah, well, I mean, um, you've got you've got socks preteen is, boys is, like this would have been like right up there they're out like that target market yeah 100 percent. they're right in that demo maybe um, maybe the uh the sad part here the the sad part of the film you know where the, where the the randy newman score kicks up a, a bunch and he he starts babble singing you know whatever it is you know blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe where where the sad part of the movie might where where we recognize <laughs> that our inner child has grown up Maybe. And, and we we can't appreciate a Pixar film Maybe for what it really own, is. Our only <laughs> enemy is ourselves. Craig. We're the enemy, Mike. We're the enemy. Yeah, okay. There's your movie, folks. <laughs> um, I I liked in addition to socks. Um, socks is you kind of your main comic relief. Ivan, the um the oh, auto yeah yeah autopilot. The, the autopilot <laughs> i like of, the um, funny moments with ivan the autopilot i like uh ivan doesn't uh, work the first time he plugs it in and he takes it out and blows on the connectors and then plugs <laughs> it back in I, as a as a 
kid with a with a Nintendo, like I, I recognize those feels very strong. Uh, oh, it's yeah. like yeah, I've, I felt that. That was I have that was performed strong. that maneuver. I have performed that maneuver. <laughs> Familiar with <laughs> I have Familiar blown on the, the connectors. The dust so. blow technique. The dust <sighs> works every time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, James I, Brolin, he was the voice of Zurich. So interestingly, old Chris Evans sounds like James Brolin. So yeah, um, I guess so. Oh, you were saying you you know on the the time travel and turns out to be himself thing. You said there was another movie that another movie did that recently. Oh, um, there was yeah yeah yeah. So Lego the Lego two the Lego movie two or Lego two or the Lego movie part two, whatever, whatever that's called, that has a similar theme where, um, Rex is, um, like the grown up version of Emmett, um, or, or is a, is mm. a future alternative version of Emmett. And, mm. um, yeah, we were talking about this off air. So this is, this is why we should probably record the off air stuff and just like not have any conversation until <laughs> not have any pre conversation because we, we, we get some good stuff out, but the Lego two movie, has a similar concept where Emmett gets banished and uh, he grows up in isolation and he becomes Rex and it becomes this idea that this toxic um, I don't want to say tox- toxic masculinity but I think Rex is meant to is meant to embody some of those toxic masculinity concepts and I think Toy Story 2 uh, sorry uh, Lego 2 does a better job of this story so it's a, it's not the same story but it's it's a comparable story and that element is handled better i think it's fair to say that that i work alone trope is a masculine trope it's it not, definitely it's is yeah not common among female characters not that i can think of not not in the same like i work alone i mean i i guess there are i mean if we if we dug deep enough we'd probably find a movie i'm, that I'm sure there's i'm sure there's some out there and goes yeah. okay we're just doing the same thing but with a woman um which is like you know fine but uh it's oh, definitely a in fact, masculine I've, thing i've watched one in the last few months a tv series um arcane oh okay where vi a vi is a kind of character who has um uh, lost she's she's at this beginning of the series she has a, a spoiler alert again she has a crew that she works with but um things go, things go south and by kind of midway through the series she works she works she's a work and i work alone type right if you haven't watched arcane you absolutely should i have not watched arcane i i'm sad to say i'm not even sure i know anything about arcane you reckon it's good do you yep okay. check it out that's okay. well well worth it well there you go folks watch arcane Hot yeah tip from mike <laughs> um uh but uh, back to Lightyear. um yeah, gosh. Uh, it's, it, I don't know that, if, that's I don't know if kind much, of the vibe, right? Like that, cover. Yeah. yeah. When you said, oh, let's do your light year, I hadn't seen it. I went off and watched it. And then I came away from it going, oh, I'm not really sure I have a lot to say about this film. Um, it's it's very pretty. It's, it's well put together. Um, the voice acting is great. Um, every... Taika Waititi Taika, is Taika Waititi's in yeah, it. Yeah, playing Space Ranger Taika Waititi. He does a good job. <laughs> Represent the local side. Um, Socks is great. Like, it's definitely going to sell some toys. So, good. Business. Everyone stays employed. That's great. 
Disney gets even richer. Not so great. Um, but yeah, will they make, I, I, will they make a light year too? I don't think they will. Um, I don't know if it was that successful. I, I, I mean, looking at it on IMDb, I think it gets think a, it a pretty dull six. It's it's not highly rated. It's five point nine, which has got to be one of the lower rating Pixar films. Um, yeah, gross, I, I, but gross I thought two hundred twenty six was... million against a two hundred million budget, according to Wikipedia. How much? How much? Sorry, how much? A gross two twenty six against, against two hundred budget against two hundred million. That's and that's not counting like the views on Disney Plus. So um, that's yeah. just that's just cinema. So um, as as a as as content for Disney Plus to keep paying your monthly subscription, that's that's got to be good. So. But yeah, that yeah. I mean, it'll make money just on on action figures and merch alone, right? You know, people buying Buzz Lightyear and socks toys. I can, yeah. I can see an animatronic sock toy right now. So. I guess it's just it's just you know it's disappointing. Pixar, you know, I thought I could rely on you, Pixar. <laughs> I mean, not everything Pixar does is is genius. I mean, uh, they did make more than one Cars movie, and. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first one was fine, but at the same time, like you got cars too, and then there was whatever that weird one was where the truck is rolling around Italy and being a spy. Um, uh, like there's there's things going. Not everything they do is 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 beyond reproach. It's just it's just when they when they fire when when they're on fire, it's a forest fire. It's it's yeah. absolute. Um, it's absolutely beyond beyond criticism. Yeah, uh, but you're right. That's, it's a high, it's a high bar. It's a high it's bar. A super and... high bar. Yeah, it's what creative. You... It's creative types being allowed to be as creative as they want to be. In what I can only assume is is an ultra respective environment where they. I mean, I think there's been some stuff about uh, one of the original guys being a bit of a douchebag, but. Um, I can only imagine what it's like to work there. Um, just I, what I imagine is just people that are standing around coolers or, or you know, coffee machines, just going, "Hey, what? Well, this would be really cool," and everyone going, "Yeah, that mm. would be really cool. Write that down," and mm. um, and then bringing it to pitch meetings and and people mm. just like you know, eyeing and owing and 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 laughing out loud. That's what I imagine it to be like. Um, you know, people in shorts and and you know uh, cool sneakers um, yeah i don't i don't i just I've, i always feel bad when i don't have an like I'm, I'm acknowledging that something is bad but i don't have a really obvious way to make it better i mean my personal opinion is that to throw out the throw out the time distortion stuff that's just confusing and weird um and and just just tell the story there's there's plenty you can do with with buzz Lightyear, but then then they've gone for they've gone for a pretty a pretty they've gone for a pretty high concept like it's the whole the whole time travel like how do we make it so that zerg is a villain how do we how do we achieve that um like they've 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 gone out of their way to to do things i i i don't know i didn't hate this movie this is the frustrating thing i didn't dislike this movie i didn't come away from it going there's an hour and 45 minutes of my life that I want back. 
um i was like okay there's there's some stuff going on here I, I, some of it is great some of it is just pretty meh um mm. i like a time travel movie just i mean watch it for yourself folks and <laughs> maybe the frustrating maybe maybe why i'm frustrated is because um i didn't enjoy this movie more and that's probably more a reflection on me than it is a reflection on this movie like your kids loved it and maybe that's the joy we should take from a film like this which is you get to enjoy it through your kids and then you get to feel bitter because you didn't enjoy it like your kids did because we're old and cynical and bitter <laughs> no no craig i think it's it's pixar who are wrong it's clearly pixar's I, fault mike i refuse that interpretation craig <laughs> you're not throwing this back on me but maybe that's why I find it frustrating is because <laughs> it doesn't live up to some yeah. un un unassailable mountain peak. Like like that's that's the Star Wars movies, right? Like I it, know what you, you mean. could yeah. literally make the Citizen Kane of Star Wars movie today. It could be this this ultra perfect film where not a not a point of punctuation is out of place. Not a special effect is janky. It would, it's just perfect it hits all the emotional notes it wins all the oscars and makes all the money ever and there will still be a fan out there who's like well this isn't my star wars um because they use the color lilac and lilac does yeah. not exist in star wars how fucking dare you you've ruined no, my no. childhood <laughs> i know what you mean so I've, i live in new zealand so i'm gonna make a rugby analogy the, yes the all blacks, go for it <laughs> it's it's the fourth of september the all blacks have only won about half of their matches oh and the whole yeah, country must be I don't, fucking I don't, really, I don't really follow rugby i don't know i don't know exactly how many they've won or lost but i know i know that that the whole country is in disrepair craig yeah. it is it is a catastrophe clearly has the sky tower being has the, the sky tower been toppled has the beehive yeah. imploded and they they um and there there again it's it's just what you're talking about where it's the uh, high dare i say unreasonable expectation yeah it's rugby it's a movie yeah slow your roll <laughs> <laughs> all right hey, maybe we should leave it there um uh thank you craig thank you listener um hope you enjoyed the podcast if you did um hey swing it swing at a friend's way on the socials give us a swing like us a, and a subscribe a like because like, because that actually matters apparently so not to me yep. like my my, pod- my worth is measured by the the quality of my friends and the strength of my whiskey uh, but but to to <laughs> platforms nameless nameless unfeeling platforms like spotify and and google google Podcasts, it matters to them they need your attention give them a like show them they matter yeah it's not about us. It's, it's never about us. Just want you to think about those corporations. <laughs> think about those corporations. Think of, they think of need what your they attention. are going through. Think of what they are going through at these at the, in these, these troubling times. Times, Mike. <laughs> those corporations Inflation, need your love. Inflation is through the roof. Business Gas prices. Business needs your love. It needs to sh- it needs to know it's appreciated. It needs to know yeah. that it can continue its tax questionable status and make billions of dollars of profit. Do your bit, people. It's we're not asking much. We're not asking much. We just make want a you difference. To, 
we just want you to loosen your laws so that we can operate in more and more shady ways. I mean, corporations can operate in more and more shady ways. <laughs> putting profit Great. before people. I mean, putting people before profit. I think you Every said the quiet time. part. You said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. I did. Yeah. What? <laughs> Who are we talking about? <laughs> BP okay. need more money. And so. We'll wrap it up there. Bye, folks. Um, we'll, Bye, we'll see you next time. Hey, next time, next time should be a Halloween special. Um, so look out for it. Look out for a double feature. Double feature with Halloween. Uh, or, okay. or horror film Halloween double feature. Spooky. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. spooky. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.